0: Hello, hello everyone! Welcome to season two of the Good Day Podcast. I'm your host Sarah Vandy, and we're back. I'm sitting here with the biggest smile on my face because I am just so pumped to to be going again to have season two back. And I will say, to be honest with you, I wanted to kick this off a few weeks ago. My intention was like the second week of August to get going with um, season two, but you know what, life got in the way a little bit. The kids back in school, establishing some new routines. And the podcast takes like a lot of energy for me. I pour a lot into the episodes, into thinking about what I want to talk about, into planning content here on the podcast for you guys that's valuable, that's maybe giving you something or encouraging you in some way. So it's a lot of like mental energy just to be completely honest to do the podcast for me. And so I think I was pushing that off a little bit until we were back into a routine with school, everyone settled in this new way of life and coming out of summer and just the the haze of sweet summertime. You guys, I'm so sad summer's over. Anybody else? I mean, I know fall's great and I've already been sharing fall decor and content on the blog and over on Instagram, but dang it. <laughs> I'm sad summer's over. I don't want it to end. I could be one of those people that lives in a perpetual cycle of summer and warm weather for a really long time before I would get tired of it. You know how people say they, like people live in Arizona, like they get tired of the heat or Texas or whatever. I don't think I would. I really, I really don't think I would. Like I don't know. I I want to try it at some point in my life, live somewhere where it's just warm all year round. And um I do have a little life update in regard to moving and things like that that I'll chat about here soon. But anyway, I'm just sad summer's over. It's always so bittersweet. My kids going back to school is always so bittersweet to me. I'm kind of embarrassed honestly to talk about like how sad it makes me to have my kids back in school. And I say that because I feel like most people that I see or that I know or stuff on Instagram or whatever like are counting down the days until their kids go back to school like doing a dance on the first day of school and stuff like that and that's just not me and that's fine if that's you and I get it because summertime can be tough and it's a lot sometimes if the kids are having a bad day or an off day or they're fighting or whatever and you're trying to get stuff done or think of ways to entertain them like I get it the struggle is real for sure but even on those hard days I just I love having them home and I love them being here and I love spending time with them and I love not having a routine and a schedule and just kind of like seeing what the day brings us and going and doing fun stuff I just I always get so sad like I literally spent a couple of nights before school started crying in the shower because I don't want them to see me crying of course because then they already weren't excited about going and if they see me crying about it then they're going to be super bummed and it's going to be even harder for them my son especially Um, so anyway I always tried to stay positive and upbeat talking to them about school but inside I was I was dying a little (laughs) and I, I know that sounds dramatic but I just I wasn't ready. I'm never, ever ready for summer to end. But, you know, what are you going to do? They're, they're back in school now. We were, we're already like two weeks into it. And I will say as much as I resisted it and cried about it, it is nice to have that routine. And it's good for them to be back in school with their friends. And once they kind of have been back, they kind of, you know, remember like, hey, it's actually kind of fun to be at school. And it's actually fun to be with our friends. And we got to do some cool stuff there. And it's just nice to have that routine back and the schedule back. So trying to have a good attitude about it and see the positives. You guys know mindset is everything. And um, something I'm not always great at, but I can see a lot of positives of it, and it's good for them. And we we are so lucky. The kids have such a great school. Um, when we moved a couple of years ago to this house, we moved technically we moved towns and we moved um, the school that they would be going to. And I was kind of nervous about that in a way, but really it's just worked out so well. The kids have amazing teachers, amazing staff at the school, and that helps a lot. You know, if you have little ones that are in school or big kids or whatever, and you like the school or you feel good about the school, in my opinion, that helps a ton to kind of ease some nerves and things like that. And so, um, so yeah, we're back in the routine of normal life and school and summer coming to an end as I record this. It's August 30th we have one more day technically in my mind at least of like summer and then once we get into September it's full-blown full-blown fall mode which is just hard to believe the summer always goes by so dang fast like why does the time drag from like January to May here during the months where i just hate the weather so much why does it go so slow? But then in the summer, it's like, I just feel like the weeks and the days just fly by. But we had a great summer. We went to Florida, my favorite place, Rosemary Beach. We got to go there for a week in July, which was just amazing. My parents actually went with us and that was so fun to travel with them. I haven't flown with my parents or traveled with them, really anywhere out of the state in like 20 years maybe since I was like in college maybe not that long 15 years I don't know I'm not I can't figure it out in my head right now but it's been a long time it's been a long time and so having them with us you know they just they're the type of people that make everything more fun they just enjoy the little things they're always Laughing and goofing around, and my dad, especially as like a little kid <laughs> in an adult body, um he is just always like the smallest things, like just thrill him, just thrill him like little things like I just wish like his spirit I want his spirit in me because he's just always happy and full of energy and enjoys little moments in life, like the silliest little things that like you wouldn't even think about like. I don't even know, like getting, getting a snack from the gas station. Like he's just excited. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like those little silly things that nobody cares about. Like he is excited about them. So having him along was amazing. My mom is a lot that way too. And just, they're just so fun. So traveling with them for the first time in years was awesome. The kids loved having them there. And I'll tell you, if you're looking for a good beach vacation, a place to take your family, that has amazing beaches. I highly recommend Rosemary Beach. It's a little bit pricey, but that you know, it's nice in my opinion, because um, you know, it's not like you're flying to a different country. We used to go to Cancun quite a bit when I was in high school, or not quite a bit. We went like three times. Um, but those beaches were incredible. And these down in this area, the 30A Seaside Rosemary Beach, Alice Beach area. If you've heard of it before, it's becoming really, really, really popular popular um, anyway those beaches down there are just as good as the Cancun beaches if not better I mean just white sugar sand emerald green water uh, it's just incredible and so our air favorite area to go is Rosemary Beach it's not nearly as busy as seaside it's really chill it's got just beautiful architecture and design if you've ever been to Vale here in Colorado it reminds me so much of Vale Village like the main little area in Vail with all the pretty shops and stuff. They're right by the ski slope. This Rosemary Beach reminds me of that. Um so it's just beautiful and it's laid back. Seaside is is a bit crazy. If you want my honest opinion, we went over there. It's like a 15 minute drive. So all these little beach towns are on the 30A highway. That's why it's called 30A. So you have all these separate little beach towns, right? Well, I would say Seaside's probably the most popular. Tons of people, like lots of bloggers go there. Um, but it is so busy we went there for one evening on our trip and it was so hectic and chaotic we couldn't wait to leave to be honest with you there's just so many people so rosemary beach is a little bit more laid back but anyway we had a great time there we rented a house so we were all in a house together and um my dad lost his glasses in the ocean (laughs) catching a wave and the excitement of catching a wave. He didn't even realize his glasses had fallen off for like several minutes. And then we all went out to look in the water. I ended up losing my Ray-Ban sunglasses in the ocean while we were looking for his glasses. It was just a hot mess, but we had a blast. It was incredible. Uh, we did lots of sports this summer. My kiddos, my son was in competitive swimming. This is his first year doing that. And man, swimmers, I'll tell you what, they are tough. That is a certain breed of person that does competitive swimming. He had practice every morning for an hour and they would just swim nonstop. I mean, novel idea, right? <laughs> swimming and swim practice. But literally just lap after lap after lap with different strokes and I was so proud of him because this was his first year doing it and he's done just like, you know, swimming lessons. We have all our kids in swimming lessons, but never competitive swimming. So it was a lot for him that was new and a lot to figure out, but he did great. And I was just proud of him for doing it, for like waking up every morning. We were going to swim practice earlier than when I would drop him off at school. (laughs) Like that's how early practice was. And swim meets were even earlier. Like there was a a couple Saturdays we were headed to swim meets at like 530 in the morning. I mean, crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, I was proud of him for doing it. He did great. It was fun to watch him. My daughter was in softball. Uh, and that girl has her mama's competitive spirit. I'll tell you what, she is like a little firecracker. My older daughter, who actually just turned eight this summer or a few weeks ago, actually, her birthday's one day before me. Uh, my birthday's August 6th and hers is August 5th. It's really cool. Anyway, she's a little firecracker. So, any sport she plays, whether it's soccer, softball, whatever it is, she's going all in. <laughs> and she is competitive, she wants to win every time. Um. Yeah, so it's always fun watching her play sports. She did softball and Aves was in swimming lessons. So it was just a fun summer doing sports. Um, We went to our first concert, believe it or not, I went to my first ever concert at the ripe old age of... Well, it was a few days before my birthday, so technically I was 35, but um, I went to the Kenny Chesney concert in Denver, and it was incredible, absolutely incredible. If you ever get the chance to go see him perform, do it. I mean, it was amazing, and as my first concert experience, I can tell you that I now see and understand why people go to concerts all the time. I mean, they're so fun, and everybody... At this concert, and I don't know how others are, but maybe if it was like country folk vibe or just the fact that people are happy to be out again, but I noticed, and my husband noticed this too, everybody was so happy and so nice. I mean, we were on the, the, it's called the sandbar, which is literally like right in front of the stage where you're so close, you can feel like the speaker's vibrating in your body. It is it is insane. Like it took a few minutes for us to get used to it because it almost makes you feel like you're having a heart attack. <laughs> it sounds enjoyable, right? Um, Because the speaker is vibrating so loud, it's like shaking your whole body. But once we got used to that feeling, um, it was just great. And everybody around us, even though they were squished in there, was so happy, like just singing and dancing. And nobody was like, you know, I think sometimes if you go to football games and stuff, people can be really aggressive or get mad and yelling. And it's just a different vibe. This was like, it was just everybody was in a good mood and nice to each other, and it was so incredible. It was at the Mile High Stadium. I don't even know the official name of it. Anyway, we're the Broncos play, and that place was packed. It was packed, and it was so cool. I just had a couple moments of like standing there because we were on the field, basically, in front of the stage, and just standing there and looking around like looking up at all the people and being like this is so neat to just have life back to normal, you know, no one had a mask on. It was just normal. It was just a normal experience and it was so cool to see all those people there and all the, you know, smiling faces and life just felt back to normal and it was so great. Um so that was a big highlight of the summer for me. Um what else did I do? Also in August, August 1st, I made the random commitment to work out every day. Um, I think mostly I I made that decision because I was really lazy for a good chunk of the summer and wasn't really working out much at all. And I just felt weak. You know what I mean? Like just kind of, Blah, just a little bit weak and pathetic. So I thought, I'm gonna just see if I can work out every day in the month of August. And I had that idea randomly pop in my mind, and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I kind of knew in the back of my head, like, yeah, right, Sarah, you're gonna fizzle out. Because here's the thing: I've I've always been into working out. I've I was an athlete in high school. Um, and so throughout my life, working out's always been a constant. It's just a part of my life. But I go in these phases where I'm really into it and other times where I'm not, but it's always a consistent thing in my life and um, so I've done beach body like different at workout programs at home, you know, and I always like commit to these things like,' oh, I'm gonna do this sixty day program or this thirty day program or whatever it is, and then I always fizzle out <laughs> that's just the way it goes. I always fizzle out I always get like started with a bang and then a weekend I'm like oh well something comes up and I don't stick to it you know what I mean I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that so I kind of just made this loose commitment in my mind and you guys have actually stuck with it we're on the 30th of August as I'm recording this I got one more day tomorrow's the last day and I have done it I have worked out every day this month and I've been doing, I had a lot of questions about the workouts I've been doing. So I've been doing Heather Robertson on YouTube, free, completely free workouts. If you want to get a workout in, go to YouTube, type in Heather Robertson. She has hundreds. Yeah. Maybe that's too many. I don't know. She has tons and tons and tons of workouts to choose from. So I just literally every day would just go and pick a different workout. And I tried to focus on mostly strength and hit workouts, which she has a lot of both of those, but she also has like some Pilates stuff, low impact stuff. She's just incredible. And the fact that it's free is amazing. And what I've been doing is waking up at like five fifteen, five thirty ish, getting my workout done, and having a little bit of quiet time. And it's been so good for my mental health. It really has been. Like I, I honestly, I don't think I've lost any weight. Last time I weighed myself, which I don't do a ton, but last time I weighed myself, I think I'd actually gained weight, which is probably probably makes sense because I feel like I've gained a lot of muscle and a lot of definition. Um And it was never like that was never my goal. I wasn't trying to lose weight. I just wanted to get stronger and honestly see if I could even do a full month of working out. But yeah, it's been great. And I feel so much stronger. And like I said, for my mental health, I do think it's helped a a lot. Like once I kind of hit that two week mark, I could start to see some changes in my body and just changes mentally. Just I don't know. It's just a nice you know, routine to get into, especially in the morning. I can't work out any other time of day. If I don't do it first thing, there's there's not a lot of chance I'm going to do it later. Like I have to do it right away, get it out of the way, and then right off to start the day, I feel good about myself. You know what I mean? Like, good, I got that done. Okay, what's next? Um, so that's been a big and random <laughs> highlight of my summer, these last 30 days anyway, of actually sticking to a commitment that I made. That's a big thing for me. Um, and what else? So we, we have looked at a few houses this summer and I know that probably comes as a surprise to some of you because we've only lived here two years, but let me explain a little of the backstory. So if you've been on Instagram or followed me over there at all, you might've seen me mention a few times that this house that we're living in, it checked a lot of boxes for us when we moved in here, but it was never like my dream home or any I never loved it to be completely honest with you guys when we when we sold our old house which I loved so so much you guys if you've been around for years and years you might remember remember our old house I loved that place and it was very emotional for me to leave that house because I truly loved it so much um, but we looked and looked and looked, we were looking for something with land. That was a huge priority. That was the priority. Number one, we wanted a house with land. We wanted to be able to raise our kids in the country, have them have some space. We wanted some privacy. That was a big, huge, huge part of it too. So, um, looking for a house with land, with privacy, that needed some work, but not too much work. You know, we were always looking for houses with some potential for sweat equity, some room to improve. We never wanted to buy a house that was like cream of the crop, nothing we can do to improve this because resale is always in the back of our mind. We've had a lot of um, success doing that with the last several houses that we've bought. So anyway, we had this list of things we wanted. We couldn't find anything that checked all the boxes, like nothing we could find, fulfilled all of those things for us, which, you know, that's pretty common. But, um, this house that we ended up settling on was the closest to that was the closest to everything that we wanted, but the layout and the house itself, to be honest, did absolutely nothing for me. (laughs) When we walked in the first time and saw it, it, I was underwhelmed to say the least, but my husband was on cloud nine because there's 10 acres here. It was a ton of privacy, um, still a pretty decent location for us and in terms of to distance to the kids' new school and stuff like that. So um, we moved forward, but I always was hesitating. And I can remember even the day we signed the papers, like we got under contract, made our offer, they accepted it, and we signed the papers and like sent in our, what's it called, earnest money. Um, I can remember thinking to myself, this is wrong. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I remember thinking to myself, no, this isn't right because I just didn't love the house. I didn't love the house. And I had never felt like that with a house that we had purchased. I'd always been head over heels in love with it, like counting down the days and the minutes until we closed and we could move in. Right. So that's kind of always how we went into other houses. This was not the case. And so, um, I knew there was potential here for us to, to move in and change some things to make it feel more like us and to make me love it more. And that's that's really what we've done these last two years. We've put a ton of blood, sweat, money, energy, love into this home, and we've truly turned it into a beautiful place. And I'm proud of what we've done here. But to be honest, I have never felt that settled, if that makes sense. And I don't know if that's just like a flaw in my personality or because of how we ended up in this house I'm not really sure but like I have kind of a love I don't want to say love hate relationship because hate feels like too strong of a word but there's a lot of pros and cons to living here and I have have learned to love it more I have it's grown on me I mean we finished the basement which is just incredible there's a ton of stuff we've done here that I absolutely love and I'm so proud of but the layout itself to me doesn't feel like a forever home kind of layout like a layout that like my kids can grow older in like our rooms are all really squished in together down this narrow hallway and it just and while that's great especially while they're little because i like to have them all close to me like I know in the back of my mind that's not really a layout that I want for when they're older but we've worked so hard on the landscaping because there was no landscaping whatsoever when we moved in like zilch nada nothing it was just straight dirt which i never really want to do that ever again um so we've put a ton of work and money into the landscaping so seeing that all finally come to fruition and kind of see like some of those things kind of come to into place this year especially um is, is awesome. So there's been a lot of moments where I'm out here and I'm like, wow, look what we've done. Like, this is incredible. Like, this is amazing. I'm so proud of what we've put into this landscaping and, and how it's looking now. But there's still like, I just can't quite get over that hump of like feeling like, uh, <laughs> like stop by forever home. And I hate that feeling because I don't want to feel unsettled, but that's just the truth. I'm just being honest with you guys and sharing my heart and kind of some of the weird wonky feelings I have that don't always make so total sense that I, I can recognize I don't make a lot of sense because I know how lucky we are and how fortunate we are to have like the land and the space and the views and stuff like that which I do love but I wish there was some layout things I could change with this house so all of that to say <laughs> that we have looked at a few houses this summer we've been to some open houses we've been to a couple of showings with our realtor And nothing has wowed me to the point of wanting to make me move. Um, We're still looking for something with land, with privacy, something that has, you know, the layout that we want. So there's a long checklist. And honestly, we may never find that. Like God may just want us to be here and that's okay. But we have been looking. And if the right house ever came up, then yeah, we would 100% move. Um, I've also had a lot of questions. It's kind of been a hot topic. Whenever I do like a Q and a box over on stories, I always get questions of, are you moving to Texas or <laughs> are you moving to Florida? And those are very fair and reasonable questions because I've always kind of shared openly how I struggle here in the winter. I'll tell you, Colorado, you can't beat the summers here. You cannot beat the summers. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And, i mean I, i'm I very aware of that like it's just incredible here in the summer and really even the fall but for me jan like december december is okay because that's the holidays and it's nice to have the cold winter and the snow and all that but like from january to may because i've had so many mother's days with it snowing <laughs> i'm not kidding or like sleet and freezing weather Um, So from January to May, I struggle. I have seasonal affect disorder for sure, where I just really struggle that time of year and kind of get like, I love the feeling of January and like the start of a new year and the fact that I know spring is coming soon-ish, as in soon like months, (laughs) but I do a struggle because the weather can be so crummy. Like we will get our worst snowstorms here in March and April and it's just like when you're ready to be done and headed into warm weather, but it's continuing to snow and snow a lot, like that's mentally hard for me. So I always say I would love to move somewhere warm like Texas or Florida, maybe. Um, But for some reason, I always feel more pulled to Texas. And so we've explored that option. I'm not gonna lie, like there's been some opportunities with my husband's job that would have allowed him to go to Dallas. And I've never shared this actually, but um, some things this summer that were looking like really promising options for us to move to the Dallas area. Uh, And so we've prayed a lot about that. We've um, thought a lot about that. That's one thing about me and Matt, my husband, we we don't jump into decisions. Like we really spend time thinking and praying over them and asking God for direction. Uh, because especially for a decision like this, like that's huge, right? Like that's huge. It's a huge move. The thing that makes it the most difficult for us is that we are very close with our family. My, I have so much family on my side of, you know, my side of our family, Within 10 minutes of us, literally 10 miles of us, like cousins, aunts, uncles, my parents, um, my brother and his kids, which are my kids' only cousins. So that's a really important relationship. And it's funny because we've all slowly migrated to this area where we all are now. We didn't grow up here. We grew up here a couple, or we grew up a couple hours away from here, but slowly we've all migrated to this one area in Colorado. And it's great because we have get-togethers all the time. We have family barbecues. Just this past weekend, we had a um, Sunday dinner at my brother's house. So all the kids are playing together. And that's tough to walk away from. I mean, that's a huge part of our life. We spend a ton of time with our family. My parents, I mean, with them all the time. And I, somebody told me on Instagram once, don't trade your 80% for the 20%. And I, that was like a light bulb moment for me because it was like, wait a minute, is that what we would be doing by moving to Texas? There's a lot of benefits. Like there's a lot of things besides the nice weather, I guess is what I'm trying to say about moving to Texas. Um, And I've always just felt pulled to it. But at the same time, we'd literally be leaving this village of support that we have. Like we don't know anybody in Texas. Like I know people, but I don't have family there. I don't have a support network there. And so to leave all of that that we have built here and that we have here um, and all of the close family members that we have around and all of those fun things that the kids get to experience with their family. Like I grew up around all my cousins. Like I had an amazing childhood, like, you know, just doing fun stuff in the country with my cousins and I want that for my kids. And so to walk away from all that, I think what we've come to the conclusion of here in the last few months this summer is it just it's too much we can't we can't leave it as much as we would like to and as much as i dream about living somewhere warm and sunny and somewhere that's not freezing for 6 or 7 months out of the year i just i can't i can't leave my family i really think we would be trading our 80% for this little sliver of maybe what's good. So that's why I feel like we've looked more in the area for a new house, for something that could potentially be more of a forever home for us with a better layout and just that had a few more or just different things that we would, would want in a home. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of a very long winded and rambly answer to the question of are we moving, which, like I said, has been a hot topic and comes up all the time. And I always hesitate to go into too much detail of stuff because I don't like to ramble on over on Instagram stories. Because then I got a zillion little dashes. And when I have a zillion little dashes up there on my stories, um, I don't like it. (laughs) It stresses me out. I'm like, really, Sarah, do you really have that much to share? No, I don't think you do so anyway, that's a very random uh, life update for you guys. That's what's been going on over here this past summer. So I hope you guys had a great summer. Um, I really hope you did. I hope you had a great summer and enjoyed it as much as you could. And like I said, I'm excited to kick off season two of the podcast here. I have a nice little list of ideas, things I want to talk about and share with you guys. And like I said, I kind of like, I always want the podcast to be of value to you, like something I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's one of my favorite things to go for a walk and listen to a podcast or be driving in the car and listen to a podcast. And so I always gravitate towards ones that are like sharing value with me or or helping me or encouraging me in some way. And that's what I want this space, the Good Day podcast, to be for you, too. I want it to be something that you can listen to and afterwards you feel better or maybe you you can you know, glean some kind of wisdom out of an episode or something that I said or things I'm learning myself and working through that I can share that can help you in some way. So I always want my episodes to to be of value. And so I do put a lot of energy and thought and heart into them. But I have a great list of content ideas, some some fun things I want to do this season. And so I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to have you back. I'm grateful to have this space. If you have time can leave a review. That would be be awesome you can follow me over on instagram at Sarah Blog. i'm always sharing lots of things over there lots of easy decorating ideas and random tidbits and good target finds and all of that um, so i'd love to have you join me there as well but thank you guys for listening and thank you for being here i hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world and we will chat soon bye